We're holding in Nefesh Achaim. Shara Gimel Perak Yod. We spoke previously about the concept of Hashem's name Elakim as the source of power. Now when you talk about Hashem being the ultimate source of power, Hashem Hu Ha Elakim, the highest, so to speak, the uppermost, that's as the ultimate. One can also relate to forms of power on any level as also being uh, what we call Elohim in the context of that they have some ability, they have some uh, a power that they can apply, that they can decide. And therefore a judge is also called, the Dain is called which means to the judges. And we understand the same idea because the judge is a certain authority. He can make decisions which are binding. And therefore you get that name, that title as well. When the Goyim spoke about the, their gods, we referred them as Elohim Acherim. Not that they're not, they have no power. Like the Ramban explains, and we saw previously, various levels of Avodah were, so to speak, substations on the system. In other words, that they were entrusted with a certain power from Hashem in order to do a certain job. And therefore they don't have ultimate power. They don't have decision-making ability. But in terms of what people saw, that this was a source of a spiritual power which they wanted to get, so they could refer to various malachim or various other spiritual entities as having a certain uh, koyach, a certain ability to be mashpia, to provide uh, something which they wanted. The mistake, like we saw before, was to daven to that entity and think that it had the ability to decide or to choose to give. But the fact that it, had the, that it was something which is meant to transfer a spiritual energy, a spiritual koyach, that we know is how Hashem built the world. Now, based on that background, so let's see what the Nefeshus Chaim says in Paragut. And it says, Having explained the two perspectives from Hashem's side and from ours, The difference between Hashem and Hashem Elokim the name of the means the source of power. We spoke about it there. We also the more explanation of what it means. Hashem is all the koyach. It means every force from the smallest to the greatest is all only due to Hashem. The fact that a person can raise his arm is a certain force. He can do something. He can walk. He can move his head. But all that is ultimately something which needs a koyach from Hashem to be able to do it. And therefore, the source of all koyach is Hashem, except, like we said many times, in order to filter down each koyach, so there are many stages along the way which transfer the koyach which emanates from Hashem Himself. And that's what he says. It's given its, for, its ability to act, its koach, its strength from whatever's above it. Like we know from the result, and we'll explain this in a moment. 
ואת מחיצוני שרקייך אוהים שאלוף. לכן הולך על זה הסדר גבוה מהגבוה בין בכלל לסכנס. אבל זה מינס פון אריזלאז דקנס. אנחנו לא נכנסים לדיטלס של קבלה, אבל הכוונה היא שהנשמה של אחד לבל What you call is that spiritual force, it's, uh, what, what's correct to do things, is really coming from one level above it. And on the level above, that was uh, the level of, let's say, on the first level of Ruchnius. What is that level now becomes something which can give a life, can give a koyach, can give the, that what we call that neshama to the level underneath it. And now that the level underneath it, Once to transfer down Kayak to a level below that, then once again, the, what it gives, it itself becomes the Neshama, the, the guiding force, the driving ability for the level under that. And this principle follows the whole way down the line. In other words, each level is a, a, is a, a nefesh for itself. It has, it's, uh, for itself, it's, 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 ability, it's, it's, it's itself, it's an entity. But it's a neshama for the level underneath it because that means it's providing a spiritual uh, drive, a spiritual illumination for whatever's underneath it. And like we said that sometimes, a neshama is something which really is above this person. Maybe the lowest reach of the neshama uh, enters the person, but it's something which really stands above them. And that's, now I understand, based on this principle, the result much better. And that is because each, le- each level It's Neshama is a level above it. That's becoming its spiritual source, that's becoming its spiritual uh, ability, Koyach, uh, its spiritual ability. And that's where it gets its life from. Derech, that's the Neshama. Let's just digress for a moment to talk about this a bit more. We know this is an idea of Gilgalim. The idea of a Gilgal, people always think, As a person who passed away comes back in a different body to do a different job in a different time frame with a different family, whatever it's going to be. Most Gilgulim, there is such a concept in certain circumstances, but most often what a Gilgul means is that Hashem creates a new person to fulfill a tapkir that a certain Neshama was meant to fulfill. And therefore, The first person is the person with his own life, his own identity, his own personality, his own nefesh and ruach, as we call it. But he was attached to a certain neshama, in other words, to, that gave, connected him to higher levels. And that gave him a certain uh, role he was meant to play, a certain tactic he was meant to fulfill. And if that person in his lifetime didn't complete that tafkir, So then Hashem will create a new person and connect it to that same Neshama. And the truth is, it doesn't have to even be if a person didn't complete it. If there's, it could be that a lot of people are created and are all connected to the same Neshama because the concept of the Neshama is something above the level of each person which connects it to a higher spiritual element which gives it a specific job to do which gives it the power it needs for that job. And therefore, if let's say we were going to say that there was a neshama whose tafkid was to be uh, the one who teaches Torah, the one who passes Talacha. Now, it could be that lots and lots of people in different places, at different times, in different positions, are that's, that that's the role that they're playing as people in this world. 
But then the kayak the that they're getting to be the yonim, to be poiskim, whatever it might be, is coming from that neshama, which is the, the spiritual kayak of a dain, of a poisek, which connects people to that source. And therefore, when people ask, so if there's so many milgulgulim of one neshama, which one will come back in the time of Tchesh The answer is all of them. They're each individual people, and they're each doing a certain job. The spiritual koyach that that job connects to, that that tafu connects to, which gives them the force they need, the power they need to do it, is the neshama of that of that particular aspect within Klai Yisrael. And it could be that there are many, many hundreds or thousands, or even more than that, people who are all in that way connected to some of the neshama. So, to sum up, what we've seen so far in the Nefesh is the Yisrael, and that is that the neshama is a level above, a level above, and that becomes the force, that becomes the kayach ruchni in what's lower down, which enables it to achieve. So he continues, Everything created lower down, where they begin from, their source, is They're a blend of the four elements, you know, the four basic elements, in the world, in the physical world, or we call Arma, Eish, Rach, Maim, and Afar, fire, water, air, and physical matter, but they have a corresponding spiritual four elements as well. And that is the spiritual composition of something is also made up of its the spiritual counterpart of its Eish, Rach, Maim, Afar. In a higher world, so their source comes from the four Malachim, where we say, are entrusted with bringing all the Shefa down to this world. We call them the Malachi Argomon. And Argomon is an abbreviation for the names of Malachim, a real refog of real Michal. So they are the the source of those four elements. And we know which is which. For example, we know that Michal is Maim and Gabriel is fire. They come from the four sides of the Merkava, of the chariot of Hashem. He's really gone through three different worlds. We know that Hashem creates four dimensions, Atzilus being the world of, of pure Ruchnius, then Bria being the world of the Kisya covered, then Yitzir being the world of the Malachim, and eventually Asir being the world of people. And therefore he's spoken about the four Yusodis, which make our people in this world, are influenced by the four Malachim in the world of Yitzira, which are influenced in turn by the four Chayas, which carry the Kisya covered in the world of Bria. Why? Because the four sides of the Merkava, one is an uh, animal, one a wild animal, a lion, one is a domestic animal, a shor, one is a bird, an eagle, and one is a person. And that becomes the source of Hashpah for that entire uh, species in the world. All the millions of different kinds of wild animals are Shayish, their force, the spiritual source, is what we call the lion in the Merkava. And all the behemoths, all the domestic animals, their source is the shar. And all the birds in the world, their source starts from, we call the Pnei Nesher, the face of the eagle, which comes down eventually to birds over here. And uh, that's the start, so to speak, of a much higher 
koyach, which comes down step by step by step by step until it gets to this world. And uh, obviously the fourth side of the Merkava is the Pnei Adam, and that is the Shosh of Hashbar for people. One can ask, where does the Shosh of Hashbar for fish come from? Because it isn't a Pnei fish by Merkava. That's a good question. I don't know. It's can you read the forces of the Merkava are talking about the world that people live with and interact with, which is made up of animals and birds, whereas fish live in their own dimension of the sea, it might be a different Tanhaga. That is to say, now of course it's coming from Hashem, but it's coming not through the Merkava, as we know, it maybe there's a different force which runs the oceans, I don't know. So just like we don't have a, a side of, if you said that the Shoresh of the Malachim also comes from the Merkava, then the Chayah, what side of the Merkava runs the world of the Malachim? So there, must, there must be another Hanhaga in that world called the world of the Bria, which relates to other elements of creation too. Either way around, so now we've seen that there's this level of transfer of Koyach from each of the dimensions from created. And that's why we say that the king of the bird world is the eagle. Why is he the Melech? Because that's the starting point of the Hashbah. In other words, the connection of the Hashbah, which begins from the Pnei Nesher on the Kisya Kovid, will eventually comes down, however many levels it is, to the manifestation in the physical world, it will start with what's limited, which is similar to it, which is the eagle over here. And if you're going to talk about the manifestation of the lion on the Merkava, which when it eventually comes down to be a source of chios for all the wild animals, so where it's going to begin from is the lion here. And therefore that breed is called a melech, a melech of that, that, kind, of, that kind of species, because that becomes the starting point uh, which all the other animals get hashpah from. That's when he says, the animal which is Tzuras HaRashmoy, or Ketzuras HaShem, a bomb Shemokava, from which Amr B'chagigan and Shemosh Rabba, Ari Melech B'chayus, the lion is the king of the animals, the Nesher is the king of the birds, the Nefesh HaAdam, who is the Adam, that's the fourth side of Merkava, V'lechein HaAdam, Yizkoi HaKolam, Kekain Ikarim, Oktolam, Shalkoya, Arba, Pnei Merkava, Pnei Adam. Even though it's one side of the Merkava, but Lemaise, that's the dominant side, which in some way all the other sides are, get the Hashpah from the Shem Adam, and since that's the case, so then a person is really a melech of the whole Bria, which means his force of Ashpah, where he gets, is from a higher place in all of them. The man of human is koilal, all the other four Ashpahs of the other three sides of the Merkava. And then he brings a zarah for this also, v'shashim v'chiyosim sh'ar v'chayosim v'olim shalem. So the first point he brought out is that there's different Hashpahs for different parts of the Bria, but the Shorish of the Hashpah begins by the Kisya Kovet, and there that's, where, that's what makes something a Melech, it makes it more prominent, is the fact that it gets Hashpah, and through it other things get Hashpah. Which we spoke about once before is the concept of a king of a nation, and that is the king of the nation, Ba'atzim, is the point through which the nation gets its Hashpah. What gives him his prominence, what gives him his importance, is because since he's in the position where the whole nation is being mushfa, is getting what it needs to get spiritually via him, so in some sense they subservient to him. He becomes the link above them which brings them the, their chiyus, and therefore, the matter they are considered to be beneath him. We spoke about this also, the idea of Klai Yisrael and Golis. The idea of Klai Yisrael and Golis is that ideally Klai Yisrael is meant to get a chapter from Hashem, 
But we, we aren't deserving of that. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts us into Goddess. And that means that we're getting our Shefa through some other nation. Whoever's our overlords in this world, that really means that the Shefa we're getting is via, via that country, via that people. And therefore, we consider it subservient to them because we need them for the Shefa we're meant to get. And the reason for this, we've spoken about lots of times as well, and that is because while, whereas the 70 nations we call the Shivim Umas, all, and it's really something fixed in the workings of the Bria, that there's 70 Sarim, which means the 70 sources of Hashbar to human, humanity, through the 70 Sarim, 70 angels, which represent the 70 nations, and each angel, angel therefore, opens a certain conduit of, of, of Chios, of Shefa, to its nation, and that can exist like that. We know that Klai Yisrael wasn't one of the 70 nations, and therefore Klai Yisrael doesn't have that immediate, uh, that automatic lifeline of Shefa. And like Abraham Avinu was told by Hashem, that if you're deserving, you're going to get it directly. And if Klai Yisrael aren't deserving, so then uh, the only way that they can get their Chios is through the agency of a different nation. But then that nation, which we totally are, and we're dependent on to get our Shefa from, becomes, so to speak, kings over us because we're now uh, one step further removed. And that is the way we're going to get Achios is via them, via their Malach, via their Sar, and so on. And then he brings his air on that. Therefore, different Chayachayas, we're in the Kadmoya ticket, the ticket condition. They are the first things which the Kaddish Baruch created. The Tanakh governed the Ayla is the Tati Minayo, and same thing that there is higher up, so we know it down. That same idea, so to speak, replays itself on every level. And it makes sense. Every flow, every sort, like kind of track of flow of Hashpah has to be represented in each level for the Hashpah to keep flowing until it reaches an unbroken chain to the lowest level there is. If you're going higher than that too, the world of Atsilas, the world of Hashem, so to speak. So then we know that the four letters of Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, become the highest source for those four tracks of Shefa. Those are the original uh, roots, the original sources of that Shefa. Every individual thing, not just dividing the world into different species, but every individual element of Koyach we find in the world also has to have had a higher representation and each one has a shorish and a shorish ma'ala 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 each one that, that on a one level has a high level higher than that and a level higher than that like the Gemara says e'nechol kol esev ve'esev sh'ayin le'mazl v'rakesh v'makar esev v'ayin le'gdal each blade of grass has to have has, has to have a ruchni uh, counterpart which gives it its ability to grow and therefore it's not just in general terms of a species it's Every individual unit in that species, each part of grass by itself. The Nefesh Achaim carries on. It talks about the various kochos we spoke about that run each thing. And he says, One step up from the physical world. We spoke about an example of a plant. So he says, There's a kochah v'mazel. The stars at least act as a, a certain level in between the physical world. The stars are also physical, they're also visible, they also have physical properties. But the fact that they're in Shemaim, 
makes them a step closer to uh, high shafa, and therefore they act as a source of shafa, so to speak, as a link in the chain of how things come down to our world. And from that, the nefesh, the spiritual part, so to speak, which makes a plant grow, comes down to the physical plant here. And then the spiritual inside of that star, which makes, which gives it its kayak, comes from a level higher than that. Is who Malach That's really the world of the Malach. That's where the the kayak which the star gave to the plant, he received it from a malach. And there's something else above that star, which is the malach. And same thing, the malach also isn't the beginning point. Its kayak comes from what's before it. And understanding this means that even though we can see that there are different uh, stations on the way of how Shefa comes down to this world. We spoke previously that the mistake of the Avedah Zara was they thought that they were trying to access from each step rather than from the source, rather than appealing to Hashem. And obviously to appeal to a Malach or a star doesn't work, they can't choose to do anything. But the way Avedah Zara worked is people tried to force the Malach to give that person what it had, so to speak, to steal. Shafa. And how could you force a malach to do something? So he explains that Since the malach is uh, its life comes from what's above it, the world of kedusha, the world uh, a high level of kedusha, which is what we call the, the world of the shemus of Hashem. If a person knows the names of Hashem and can misuse them, so then he can force the malach to do something because he's now gone to the level above the malach, which operates the malach. That name of Hashem is the life force of the Malach, and therefore, if a person can access that, then he can manipulate what the Malach is going to do. And as he brings from the Zara, call Ilan Malach in Kaddishan Delayla. All the Malach in Shemaim, they come in, they don't live, they can't do anything. Without the light above them, which gives them their ability, gives them their existence. And without that, they wouldn't exist. And like everything else, therefore, a malach is something which has a nefesh above it, which gives it its life. And that's what he brings from Chayv Yital, Shamalachim and Bechinas Kailim. Vashem is a malach, it's a malach, it's a malach, it's a malach, it's a so to speak, name, which illuminates, which gives kayach to that malach. And if a person can misuse Hashem's name, he can misdirect the Malach too. And Every the Neshama of each level is also influenced from a higher Neshama. So people have Neshamas, that's their life force, that's what directs them. But there's a force above that also, which gives that neshama chiyos. We call it neshama the neshama, or sometimes we call it the chaya, which means a, a higher level of neshama, which again receives in its essence its life, its kayach, its ability from Hashem. And it's a question of progression how it comes down. This idea that a person could use shemes Hashem to be mashpia malachim, we see that that's what Klal Yisrael, the time of the first person, would do. 
And therefore, even though Yirmiyahu and Navi threatened them with punishments, they were very confident because they said, and this is brought in the Medrash, that we know the Malachim who are in charge of war, in charge of protection, and we'll force them to look after us. And therefore, we're not scared of the army of Nebuchadnezzar because we can take, you know, we have spiritual defense. We can manipulate the Malachim in order to protect us. And the Medrash, the word HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, changed the shamus within the Malachim. And therefore, even if Israel thought they knew the system, and then had they utilized the system that they knew, then they could have forced the Malachim to do what they wanted. But of course, one can never outsmart Hashem. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch isn't bound to the system he made. And therefore, before the Khurban, the Malachim, the Shemus HaKodesh, which give the Kodesh to Malachim, were changed. And if that's the case, when Israel, besides the battle, besides the seas of Yishlaim, tried to employ the Malachim, to, the Malachim didn't respond. It was no longer the Kayach which was running that Malach. However, is the He's the source of all the Kayach. That's the starting point of everything. Since everything emanates from Hashem, and all the various tracks begin with Him, and it's a constant flow that Hakadosh Baruch is giving. Which means it's not that Hakadosh Baruch once gave Kayach to Malach, and now the Malach has that ability. It's Hakadosh Baruch is constantly giving Kayach. There's no one. There's no stop to that. It's not like it's that a Malach now has a repository of Koyach which he can dispense, it's a flow, and it's always happening, and therefore as the Malach gets it, he has to pass it on to whatever level is next. Just like life, a person can't store life. It's something which is a constant Metsias which has to happen. Similarly, we understand is the Koyach Elion, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always sending down to this world via all the various channels, all the things we call the Lekim along the journey.